to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, for many of you, you've been listening to this show now for about an hour, and you're just continuing to stay tapped in and tuned in to our dial. Actually, you should say like five years, three months, four, two hours, and 62 seconds. Wow. No, wait, that's not right. It'd is be that true? Two, th- three minutes and 42 seconds. Is that wow? It's pretty darn close. Wow, that's pretty good. Let's see. Wow, uh, have you been doing like your homework? No, but I did. Uh, Mister Pipeline Posse. I know, huh? That's because I'm Hawaiian. No, I don't know what I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I I uh, emailed our you know our client executive, you know our AE that you know brought you in there, Doctor Pat from here at KKNW. Yeah. Doctor Pat's first show was January twelfth of oh four. That's right. So uh, it's about four years. Three months. <laughs> what are we at now? The 18th day? Three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. Right. And whatever. I could figure it out for you. Well, and we my, have a rolling my clock. first hosting show yeah. was on Voice America September of 2003. Okay. So I was That's about my first right. hosting gig. <laughs> Radio's in the blue. Hosting gig. What a show we've got for you today. Are you ready? Fasten your seatbelts. Uh, and we have got Dr. Robert Holden joining us here today. I've seen on Oprah. Happiness now. Timeless wisdom for feeling good fast. Keyword in here, fast. Uh, and Benny and I have, we've done numerous shows about accelerating the pace of our lives and the goodness that we uh, invite. And so Robert's going to be joining us uh, for the first half of the show. And Lee Raffal is going to be joining us for the second uh, half of the show. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, but she'll tell me if I'm not. I hate conflict. Seven steps to resolving differences with anyone anyone in your life i hope you're ready for today's show because you're going to want to uh tap in ask your questions i don't know if you've got any like family issues or other issues but this is definitely going to be a show that you want to tap into and check it out so now i'm looking at this uh you know this this book Uh, this is kind of incredible uh dr robert holden of course is joining us here today is the director of the happiness project and success intelligence uh his work has been featured on oprah um he's been on two uh in two major bbc tv documentaries and so we're talking about the happiness formula how to be happy like now and so i cannot wait till he joins us here today because one of the things that i pulled from the book is this it says the greatest pain of all is the fear that happiness might show that might somehow elude us forever the greatest joy of all is the realization that the potential for happiness is available to us now and always i mean if you if you ask people out there i mean try this question because i've tried this uh in getting ready for today's show with him and, and try this question you know go and ask your friends Ask your friends how much they desire to be happy in life. 
and then ask them on a scale of one to ten how happy are they right now and what's interesting i've had that little scale that i've done with myself and so you know i'm i'm here today and i've learned the power of happiness and the fact that i am in control of that and so I'm loving, loving, loving. Thrilled to introduce you to Dr. Robert Holden joining us here today. Happiness when, Benny? Not tomorrow, right? Not no. yesterday. When? Happiness? Today. Now. 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 I want it now. I want it give now. Give it to me now. I got to have it now. You got to give Can me you the feel happiness. Me? Got to... Okay, let's get to the interview. All right. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Robert, sorry. Welcome to, the that, he? Welcome to the Dr. Pat show. <laughs> um, well, well, I got the message. Okay, good. Yeah. I bet you've never been introduced like that before. Never before, never before, <laughs> but I hope many times again in the future. Well, I got to tell you, you are on a hot, hot, hot topic. And yeah. I don't know many people that would outwardly say and actually believe if you were to ask him the question would you like to be happy i don't know anyone that would say no i mean there may be a few people and i'm not really sure um uh, you know I, i'm not really sure of who they are or whether or not you know they've actually got a heart but you know the question is happiness is on the minds and on the hearts of so many people why do you think that this is uh, a topic that this is something that people want but find that it's so difficult to have yeah, I think, I think, firstly, it is safe to say it is pretty much the number one goal of all. And the reason it's the number one goal is because, actually, it's the goal that makes all of the other goals of life meaningful. For instance, um, would you take success but with no happiness? Um, would you take money but with no happiness? Most people will tell you, no, actually, if I had to choose, I would take the happiness. Because happiness is what seems to make life meaningful, and it's what seems to make all of the other goals very meaningful as well. Now, it does seem that happiness is the number one goal of all, and yet it does also seem to be that it's the most elusive goal of all. And I think possibly that's because we've been shopping for happiness in all of the wrong places. Absolutely. And I think if there is one big block to happiness, and this is, it's a controversial idea, this, but if there is one big block to happiness, it's the pursuit of happiness. It's the idea that happiness is outside of us, and it's something that we've got to go and catch. And I think this is where we go wrong. And, and, you know, this shows up, Robert, in a lot of different ways. I want to ask you about this because uh, when we look at our lives, right, you know, we look at the things we're in pursuit of and, you know, we're looking with those, you know, looking for those things, more money, bigger house, cars, whatever it is, because if I have that, then I will be happy. That's not the formula you talk about, correct? Well, you see, the first thing is, 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 when I really listen to people talk about happiness, I notice that they're usually describing one of three types of happiness. And the first type of happiness that they may be describing is, is, is pleasure. So it's the happiness that comes from enjoying your senses. It's the happiness that comes from, you know, drinking your favorite coffee, eating your favorite meal, enjoying the pleasures of life. And these, these are wonderful things. Um, but they are transient, they're temporary, they're very, very personal. I mean, one person 
might love listening to Barry Manilow and another person might not. And that can happen. But that's one type of happiness. Then there's the second type of happiness, which I call satisfaction. And this is the happiness that happens because I have a reason. I'm happy about, I'm happy because, and I'm happy with. And this type of happiness is a wonderful happiness, but it is also short-lived, and, it, and it's also very much based on what's happening in my life around me. Now, both of those types of happiness, satisfaction and pleasure, tend to leave us feeling empty if we don't have a handle on the third type of happiness. And the third type of happiness is joy. And joy, I can best describe as unreasonable happiness. It's the happiness that doesn't need a reason. It's the happiness you find inside yourself first. And if you have a handle on that inner happiness, that's what then allows you to be really good at satisfaction and really good at pleasure. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and you, I would say, and I wanted to ask you about this, we really know, we, you know, we, I think we have a happiness radar, so to speak. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about that. We truly know at some level, at certain points in time in our life, I mean, I can point to times in my life uh, other than this very moment, which I'm thrilled about because I, I just love this. And uh, when I felt totally blissed out. Uh, but yet we can also pick out times where we've been absolutely miserable. And some people say that the difference between misery and, and bliss is really an eyelash away, so to speak. And I wanted to, uh, to ask your opinion about that because there's so much that you talk about in this book. I mean, I, I, I really love this. Uh, and you challenge us to really look at not only our beliefs, but what we do with our futures and future tripping. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing is, is, to, is to step back a moment and think about what is happiness really for? You know, why, why does it even exist? And, you know, when we really think about it, one of the purposes of happiness is that it shows us when we are being authentic and it shows us when we are really being on track. And I think this is really important to get this. So when we are having that experience of bliss that you speak, it's usually because we're being true to ourselves, it's because we're listening to our heart, is because we are open to the best of ourselves and we're leading from that place. Now, unhappiness has a purpose too. And normally when we're unhappy, it's, you know, the, the big key is not to block that unhappiness or to try to um, mask it with positive thinking, but it's to learn from that unhappiness. And it's to say, what is this unhappiness trying to teach me? Because it too has a purpose. We say at the Happiness Project, we say that happiness isn't the absence of sadness. Happiness is the capacity to be honest about your sadness and actually learn from it. And in this sense, you know, we really, um, we really try to help people not... Um, we help them distinguish between what we call positive thinking and being honest. You won't be truthfully happy if you are untruthful about your unhappiness. So the key to happiness is actually to learn to face all of your emotions well and learn from all of them. 
You know, uh, Robert, I, I love what you're talking about because this isn't really an invitation to skip over all of those emotions, to skip all of over those all of those times that we were not happy in our lives. And so, I, I want to make sure that everybody out there uh, knows that uh, I'm, I'm speaking with Dr. Robert Holden, joining me here today. The book is Happiness Now, uh, and you know, this is one of these books that you pick up and you want to keep very close to your bed sign you want to keep it very close to uh where you sit and you you and when you're in those moments of quote being unhappy and so when we return from break we're going to be talking with robert about fear what it stands for what it means and how it gets in the way of each and every one of us living our best life so let's take a short break when we come back one of the things that uh, robert says in the book is give yourself a break happiness isn't just the absence of sadness it's also the capacity to love and heal your sadness when we come back we'll talk about how fear plays a role or not in that stay tuned we'll be right back McDonald's Northwest Women's Show is where mothers, daughters, sisters, and friends come together each year at a show that's all about you, your body, your spirit, your life. New this year is the exciting Living and Eating Green Expo. Find out what you can do to make a difference. Plus over 500 exhibits and best of all, shopping. This year, it's Celebrity Central at our 20th anniversary show. Meet Matt and Susie from NBC's The Biggest Loser. Max from Dancing with the Stars. Take a class with Aiden from ABC's All My Children at the Beef It's What's for Dinner stage. Fashion on Fire, where Seattle's hottest firefighters heat up the runway. And favorite authors, including Anne Rule and Dr. Pepper Schwartz. The Women's Show is March 28th through 30th at the Quest Field Events Center. Open 10 till 6. Sponsored by Bartell Drugs, American Family Insurance, Waste Management, The Seattle Times, and King 5. The McDonald's Northwest Women's Show. It's such a girl thing. For show information, go to nwwomenshow.com. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the Five Extraordinary People 2008 Lecture Series. Join us for the fourth and fifth events with John Holland on April 9th and Ayanla Van Zandt on May 20th, all right here in Seattle at Royal Hall. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Are you living the life you want? Dr. Lisa Cooney motivates, inspires, and educates listeners with practical tools to align their power with their passion, their life with their vision, and their spirit with their mission. Dr. Lisa teaches you how to attract abundance, how to manifest your dreams, and to live in truth, integrity, and love. She'll share with you powerful tools for co-creating the life you deserve empowering your inner leader in living your life balanced in mind, body, and spirit. 
These tools have been successfully used for over 10 years by participants in her Life Empowerment Action Program. Tune in to Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul with Dr. Lisa Cooney, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific, or listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology. everyone welcome back welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i'm so thrilled to have dr robert holden joining us here today as the director of the happiness project a pioneer in the field of positive psychology and well-being and boy am i thrilled that he is taking this on uh and happiness now is the book uh and this is one of these books and i was sharing with him during the break that uh whether you are having the worst day of your life or the best day of your life. This is a book that you want to not only read, but you want to keep it as a blueprint so that you understand that you have the power within you to commit to happiness now. Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you and I could probably do a whole show on positive psychology and well-being in the organization. But Whenever you like. I, I, I love <laughs> what you're doing. And, you know, I talked about fear before we went to break. And I talked about, um, you know, on, on the question i think i'm asking is you know how does fear step in the way or put up the barricade or the fence to us experiencing happiness and i don't mean just everyday fear you know that people might have on terrorism but i mean we have folks on the planet that are afraid to open up their mail because yeah, they don't want to look at a, a bill that they can't pay fear is 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 one of the, the biggest blocks to happiness without a doubt and it works in different ways um I think, firstly, one of the biggest fears is this idea that, that happiness is somewhere else, that it's not in me, but that it's somewhere else, and that I have to try and find it. And that fear, the belief that happiness is somewhere else, is what gives rise to the search for happiness. And in many ways, you know, the search for happiness is the denial of happiness that already exists within you. So at some point, we have to learn to accept that the, the happiness that we're searching for may be what we are, like we're overlooking it. It's already in us. And here's the reason why. And this is the, this is the big, big takeout from my work. I think that happiness is you. I think happiness is your original nature. It's your spiritual DNA. The way I put it is, is that happiness is you minus your neurosis. So it's you minus your psychology, and most of our psychology is made up of fear. So that's going to be one of the biggest blocks to happiness. Now, there's another angle to this as well, which is actually that some people, and in fact, I would say most of us, are comfortable with some happiness, but we're afraid of too much happiness. So one way that fear blocks our happiness as well is that we're actually afraid of happiness. You know, it's that idea that when we're happy for, you know, um, a few hours in a row or a few days in a row, that little voice kicks in and it says, this is too good to be true. Watch for the fall. 
this can't last. There'll be tears before bedtime. So it's like we also talk ourselves out of happiness as well because we're afraid to be too happy. You know, what you're talking about is, I think, uh, I think all of us are at that place where we've experienced what you've just said. And yet, when we're in the middle of it, it seems so difficult to get out, to get yeah. unplugged. But you addressed that. And I wanted to ask you, if for listeners, people that are listening today, and it doesn't matter on what content part of the continuum they might be, how can we help people? What can we give them in this moment? to help move them towards happiness? It starts with getting clear on what happiness really is. And for me, I, I, I often say that I don't think people really need therapy. I think they just need more clarity. And the clarity starts with working out what happiness is. And for me, happiness is not an it, and it's not a thing, and it's not a thing that you can shop for, and it's not a thing that you can buy. The things that you can shop for and buy are called pleasure and satisfaction, and they are wonderful. But happiness is you on speaking terms with your own heart. Happiness is you in direct communication, if you like, with your own soul. So it's important just to remember that happiness really is an inside job. And when you start there, then at least you won't waste your time pursuing happiness and hoping to be happiness in the, happy in the future. You know, there's a world of difference between searching for happiness and actually making a decision to be happier. I know it's difficult, by the way. I know there are times when it's like you just feel you can't make that choice. But, you know, it, it, this is probably the time when you need to speak to a friend and together you make the choice. But it is possible. You know, I was just um, in doing a workshop um, on the weekend, and I asked 100 people this question. Could you be even happier, even if you were to know that nothing in your life was going to change from now on? Quite an odd question. I'll say it again. Could you be even happier, even if you were to know that nothing in your life was going to change? And, you know, there was probably about, I don't know, 100 people in the room, and 100 people said yes. You know, they said, actually, you know what? I have it within me to be happier regardless of what's happening in the world around me. Why? Because, you know, that's my choice. It's my right and it's my choice to be happy. And I think the more we exercise that choice to be happy, the stronger the choice becomes for us. You know, this that is a fascinating question. I'm still thinking about that. I'm going to be thinking about that for a really long time. <laughs> you know, I, one of the things that I that I wanted to ask you, especially related to what you just said, is there are many, many, I'll tell you, there are many things that I could have asked you uh, after reading this book. And so I'm really being mindful of our time here. One of the things that I, I came across in the book is uh, a, a statement, and I'll just read it to you. It's being spontaneously available. And, you know, there's a quote that you have in here, and it says, the soul should always stand ajar, ready to welcome the ecstatic experience. And then below that, you say, happiness is being spontaneously available to your spirit. And I thought, I've got to ask you about that. I mean, this is a new conversation around happiness for me. I love that you've selected that piece, you know. That phrase, spontaneously available, it belongs to, to a man who's my mentor. He's called Tom Carpenter, 
and he is um, a teacher of a book called A Course in Miracles. And he was the man who basically introduced me to this idea of spontaneously available. What I love about spontaneously available is that what it's really asking us to do is to be present in our own life now. Now, the opposite to spontaneous availability is something I call destination addiction. Yes. And, <laughs> and destination addiction is this idea that we will be happy when we get more of something, when we get to a place called there, and when something happens next. These, they're like these three ego mirages of more, next, and there. I'll be happy when I've got more, I'll be happy when I'm there, and I'll be happy when I've got the next thing. And the whole point is, you won't, because you're suffering from destination addiction. As soon as you get to this golden place called there, there'll be another there that you tell yourself you have to get to. It won't happen. You have to make a choice between destination addiction, which is essentially a fantasy about a happiness pension that you'll never draw and collect on, or spontaneous availability, which is this idea about enjoying your life today. If I may, just one very quick story on this. You know, I was, with, um, I was working with a woman about three weeks ago. She had the extraordinary experience of um, her, her husband had uh, contracted cancer and was given six months to live. And given that challenge, they thought about what to do. And, and she said to me, you know, before we were given the diagnosis of cancer, if somebody had said we'd had six months to live, we would have signed up to visit the seven wonders of the world and gone on as many trips as possible. Mm. But when we had the diagnosis and we knew that there was only six months to live, she said what we decided to do was we decided to live a normal life but with more gratitude than ever before. We decided to be spontaneously available and to see how wonderful it can be to go to the supermarket together how wonderful it can be to walk in the park together. You know, how wonderful it can be to wake up and just have an extra lie-in for an hour. You know, and, and as I listened to her, I just, it was so moving because she was basically telling me that life as it is, is a miracle enough if you just stop and look at it, if you stop and, and actually participate in it. And that's what I'm really trying to get to with happiness now, is this idea that the more you participate in your life now the more wonderful now will become what a great way to end this segment thank you so much uh, the, wow happiness now is the book dr robert holden you'll be hearing more uh, about him from us for sure thank you so much for joining the show today what a magnificent message you have and again uh this is my joy in being able to chat with you let's take a short break benny we'll be right back with the dr pat show Oh, yeah, I'm a at the door.